Fresno Sports Magazine Podcast, Episode 1. Today's guest, Jerome Avery, a Lemoore native and a guide runner with the U.S. Paralympics track and field team. Well, I'm going to start with some background. So, you know, let's talk about where you grew up, uh, Lemoore, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. Yep. What do you remember about I, growing up I in I grew there? up in Lemoore, California, um, uh, and um, went to Lemoore High School. That's where I actually, beforehand, that's where I started running track. My father was in the military, mm -hmm. so that's how I actually got there. I was born on the base. Okay. And he introduced me to track and field. Okay. You know, so growing up there, uh, loved it, loved the sport. Mm -hmm. Went to school on the base for, you know, my elementary and junior high year, and then I ended up going to Lamore High School. Okay. So you, you, you were a runner, right? No, yes, I was a track runner. Okay. I wanted to play football early on, <laughs> but I graduated high school weighing 110 pounds soaking wet. Uh -huh. <laughs> so my father, you know, it's it's so funny, too, because ran track pretty much my whole year in high school. But when it came down to my senior year, that's when I actually started getting fast and I, and I started recognizing the speed. And so did the football coaches. So uh -huh. um, I, went, I went to tryouts uh, for football and because of my speed, of course, the, the, the football coach wanted me, took my pads home, excited. Uh -huh. uh, as soon as I, my, my pop saw the pads, he was like, no, let's take those back. <laughs> you will not be playing football, <laughs> which okay. was, which to come to find out, you know, was probably one of the best decisions considering, you know, <laughs> me weighing 110 pounds. I don't, I definitely don't think I would have been able to take the impact uh -huh. and, yeah, but um, okay. yeah, I ran football. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I ran track in mm -hmm. my senior year. I ended up winning Valley uh -huh. in the 100 meters and the 200 meters and went to state. Uh, didn't do so well in the 100 at state, but in the 200 meters, I ended up making it to the finals, uh -huh. but took dead last. Right. It, and was that like, a you know, at some point that you decided to uh, kind of focus on on the Olympics as well, or on, on, on yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I think my senior year, when I ended up running the ten five in the hundred meters, I knew that was high quality and a, and a good standard for high school high school kids in the hundred meters. So I, I definitely felt like okay, you know, with some good practicing and 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 getting into the weight room, mm -hmm. I definitely will probably be much faster. And I it, it didn't really hit me. You know what? To be to be honest. I, I think in high school, that senior year that I had, um, we had an assembly. And I don't know if you know who Tommy Smith is. Oh, yes. Well, he went to the same high school. Right. So he, he did his speech, and he was pretty much telling us about the games. And I knew I broke his, I broke his, broken his records at school. So I, it was, I just felt like it was destined for me to be, you know, an Olympian. Mm -hmm. And that's when... After my senior year, I went to Fresno City uh -huh. to pursue track and field. Uh -huh. Seriously, at the next level. Yes. Okay. And it looks like, you know, at some point, like, it took an unexpected turn for you because you got into, you know, a sport that you didn't really expect to be into. So how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about as far as, far as uh, God running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, qualified for the Olympic trials in 2000. Mm -hmm. Trained four more years, and I qualified. And I ended up um, in 2002, late 2002. I actually moved to the Olympic Training Center to train and get ready for the games as an individual athlete. Get ready for Athens, Greece, mm -hmm. and um, 2004 prepped, ready to go. I did. I made it out to the semifinals 
but I didn't go on. And a good friend of mine at that time uh, who I was training with was a leg amputee. And he had pretty much gave me a call after I didn't make it to the finals. And he said, hey, there's an opportunity for you to still go to Greece. And and you will basically be a guide runner. Are you interested? Uh-huh. You know, my season was done and opportunity just presented itself. And the first person that I met up with was a guy by the name of Lex Gillette. Uh-huh. And we connected and it was just phenomenal. You know what? I, people always say, you know, one door closes, another one opens. And this was just an opportunity for me to to not only be in this in the sports still, but just seeing seeing what I can do and help others. And, mm-hmm. you know, Lex Gillette ended up taking the silver medal. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't up until he was on the podium with the flag around him and, and smiling, knowing that. I, and that's when I felt like, okay, I'm a part of something much bigger than just myself. Mm-hmm. So through then, I actually just gotten better at creating, you know, the guide runner. Just, just, I, I just gotten so much better at, at finding different ways of making the guide runner better. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I felt like I would use what I've learned as an individual athlete and carry it over to guide running. So right. that's where the communication and talking comes from. You know, there's not a lot of, there's no guide runners. I think there there's starting to be more guide runners now that are talking, uh-huh. but I felt it was important. You know, as an individual athlete, I know from the first part of the race, I need to be working on this from the second part of the race. I need to be working on this, you know, on the latter part of the race. I also know, know that I need to be working on my arm strength and being and getting ready to prepare to lean if the race is close. Mm -hmm. So that's when I decide to, okay, I need to communicate these, these words. So the guy that I'm running with will know exactly where he's at on the track at all times. Mm -hmm. Perfect example. I like to say, I am like, (laughs) I'm like that, that strength coach that you would have in the gym. Uh-huh. That, that, come on, give me one more. Give me two more. No, you got it. Give me another one. <laughs> right. You got it in you. I know you can do it. I'm that guy to be able to not only coach you, but motivate you while we're in a competition. Uh-huh. And it just so happened to work out perfect to for me to say, okay, you got 10 more. Give me your all. And knowing where you are in the race, I definitely think that that helps you, you know, through the whole thing. Uh-huh. It just brings out a little bit more that I don't think that some people think that they have unless you have somebody in your ear giving you those cues. Right. Okay. Uh, b- before, like, you got into it, did you know anything about guide running? Have you I didn't. Heard <laughs> I didn't. You know, I had two weeks to prepare a guy to get ready to go to Athens, Greece game. Uh-huh. And, and technically, when I got there, I wasn't even the main guide runner. I'm what you would call at the time the guy that I was with was just a long jumper. So I was just going to be clapping him down the runway while he jumps into a pit. Mm-hmm. But after he competed, the guide runner that was running with one of our main athletes ended up pulling his hamstring. So I ended up literally getting thrown into the wolves. Never ran with the guy. But it was something that I didn't realize that I was already prepared to do. And, you know, as a kid growing up, you know, when I was racing other kids on the streets and the grass, mm-hmm. I would, we would just run alongside of each other and just talk and smack, you know, talk, just talking and, and, and just run alongside each other. And then I'll take off and leave. So a little bit of this was already prepared, you know, prepared me to be a guide runner. Mm-hmm. And when I would be at, at, at um, activities, family reunions, we'll have the three-legged race. Mm-hmm. And I was real good at the cadence of, of a three-legged race. 
But instead of our feet being attached, our fingers are attached. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that that played a part of of how I was able to adapt really well. Mm-hmm. And the cues are, you just have to be in sync with the runner. Right. And I was really good at being in sync. I like to I like to brag a little bit and say, you know, I got great dance moves and I'm a good dancer. So that's why, you know, I'm able to to guide someone and be in sync with someone. But it is rhythm. It's a rhythm thing. You're uh-huh. touching the ground. You're coming back up. You have to be in sync. From the side view, it's supposed to look like one person running. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with all of this and everything that I've learned, I've kind of mastered that. Right. With anybody that I ran with, whether or not they were tall or short. The mm-hmm. tallest guy I've ran with was 6'4". Mm-hmm. And that guy ended up winning gold medal in Beijing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And that makes a difference, right? The, the height, the, the, the person that you're running with? It definitely can. It can make a difference. Um, but the good thing about what I do is I'm much faster than the athletes that I run with. And all the athletes that I'm running with. So it's easier for me to, to run and keep up with them. You know, my stride pattern definitely has to change due to who I'm running with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems, uh, you know, complicated, but it looks like uh, you got done. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's, it's for us, the guide runners have to adjust to the athletes. The athletes can't adjust to the guide runners. Mm-hmm. Okay, and obviously, you've, you know, got uh, made so many memories and run with so many different athletes, but is there anything that stands out to you when you think about your journey so far, you know, everything you accomplished? It's just the opportunity. It created so many other avenues as far as it's the way that I paint the picture now to just anybody, the way that I tell a story, mm-hmm. the way that I communicate, you know, and, and, and motivate people. It's mm-hmm. because of the athletes that I've been around and, and finding different ways of making things work. Mm-hmm. I come from an individual background of of a track runner trying to pursue his own dream and end up becoming a team player. You know, even though track and field is an individual sport, now as a guide runner, it's a team. You know, you're connected to one person and you have to learn how to communicate with each other, uh, make adjustments and, and adapt. Mm-hmm. And these are a lot of the things that I felt carried over to speaking engagements it carried over to team building activities i've done so many team building activities with so many amazing corporate groups and able to spread my message of guiding lives which mm-hmm. is my movement guiding lives i definitely feel like that's a big part of what i do yes yeah it definitely sounds like you know it's more than just about sports i can see that yes it definitely has carried over and i would have never thought that yeah. You know, I like to tell people as an individual athlete, I mean, as an individual athlete, you know, I've, I've had the opportunities to run against our, the world's best, Justin Gatlin, Tyson Gaze, Usain Bolt. So now, but, you know, my career as an individual athlete plateaued, mm-hmm. but as a guide runner, it just shot through the roof and straight to the stars as a guide runner. Mm-hmm. And I was able to touch so many more to the point where, Social media for me, it, it, it's big, and I get a lot of mothers and, and and fathers reaching out to me and saying, "Hey, my my child is blind." Now we know that there's more than just what we're doing. You know, we can empower these kids and and get them running and and active. Thank you so much. So that allowed me to create something much more. Mm-hmm. 
So it's not just like Olympic athletes that you're working with, right? Yeah, no, it's not. No, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not Paralympic athletes. It's it's now reaching out to. I have um, families that reach out to me where I'll go out and connect with them, mm-hmm. put the blinders on one of them, or have them both work with each other. Have the blinders on one of them and have the other one calling, mm-hmm. or, or 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 running alongside of them, just teaching them just different cues and different ways of running with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I understand you had one of your highlight moments when you won the uh, 100 meters with uh, David Brown. Yeah, yeah, 2016. It was definitely an awesome, awesome year. You know, prepping to that, I knew that we were ready to go. I knew he was going to be on top of his games. He may say he was a little nervous, but I personally knew. Um, And 2012 actually was the first time that I wasn't able to put someone on the podium. And that was the first year that they allowed guide runners to get medals as well. Mm-hmm. So coming into 2016, super excited. He was able to get a gold medal and I was able to get a gold medal, which was awesome. And I was, and I am as of right now, the only guide runner track and field guide runner in, in history of America to get a guy to get a medal. Wow. Yeah, so that's a big honor too. Yes, and what other athletes have you run with? I've ran with um, a guy by the name of Lex Gillette. That was the first guy. Mm-hmm. Another guy, the Lacey Porter, which was the guy that I end up coming into as a uh, you know in twenty in two thousand and four as well. Mm-hmm. That's the guy that I end up running with. Uh, two thousand and eight. I mean, between two thousand and five and two thousand and eight, mm-hmm. I was paired up with. Josiah Jameson. Okay. And he was our gold medalist. Uh, Lex Gillette was our silver medalist in 04. Mm-hmm. And 2012, I was still running with Josiah. Unfortunately, we didn't get a medal in 2012. And in 20, 2014 to current, I was running with David Brown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Um, what, what would you say you've learned about Paralymp- Paralympic athletes like during your time? I know like some people have you know, misconceptions, but like, what, for you, what was that experience like working with them and learning about what it takes? Oh, it was amazing, you know, to see how hungry they are for, you know, to be great, just like any athlete, any athlete. Mm-hmm. But they had to overcome obstacles in order to make things happen. You know, me being an um, a sighted athlete, I'll sit there and I'll think about things that I'm complaining about, whether or not my hamstring is sore or bother me. Mm-hmm. But I work around people that can't see, missing a limb, mm-hmm. and still making it work and still training just as hard as we are. Mm-hmm. So definitely, it, it's that. That's that's it. I mean, the work ethic is, is so good and so strong. Mm-hmm. And I've learned so much about it. I've learned to... <laughs> complain less and be appreciative of, of a lot more in life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I can tell how satisfying it is, you know, for you to be doing this too. Oh, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Like I said, this has opened up so many other opportunities beyond just running. Mm-hmm. And and the relationships that I built from this, it's even it's it's great. I mean, my be- one of my best friends is Lex Gillette, the first guy that I've worked with. Uh-huh. And to see his growth as well, he's on TED. He does TED Talks now, you know, and, and so much more. And all of these athletes that I've had the opportunity to work with now have sponsorships. The obligations are so much more out there for them. So 
it's good, especially to see how the sport has grown uh-huh. from no TV coverage from the start. Now, so much TV coverage, so much exposure. <laughs> you know, we're on commercials now. We're on advertisements, on billboards. Uh-huh. I get, I get, <laughs> I get messages via social media showing me pictures of, of that I didn't even know that were out there, which is pretty cool. <laughs> right. And, and I'm a guide runner. So that right there just goes to show you there's people out there that want to see that. There's hear these stories of, of elite athletes overcoming obstacles, mm-hmm. whether you're blind or or not. They want to hear these amazing stories of triumphs and, and, and success in their sport. Right, right. That's what sports is about. Yeah, okay. most definitely. Um, I know you say you're not going to Tokyo. Any other uh-huh. projects that you're working on right now, or what are you um, focusing? Right on? now, I'm working on my uh, my foundation, uh, guiding lives, and okay. trying to pair up anyone with a disability with someone that I've had the opportunities to either know or work with. You know, there's a lot of post collegiate athletes or former elite athletes that I know that that are all over America, and I'm trying to figure out different ways to connect someone with them were you originally planning to go to tokyo or um yeah i was originally planning to go on to tokyo this one it's it's definitely heartbreaking so earlier this year i was i was pretty banged up as far as i had um um plantar fascia chronic plantar fascia so anything where i applied pressure to mm-hmm. you know i was sore but i was able to make a full recovery i checked off all the boxes i had to run in individual meets and i was prepared to go and ready to go mm-hmm. but david unfortunately decided to go with another guy running um okay. and and it, it unfortunately it happens i didn't expect it but you know it is what it is right right okay and how long do you think you'll you know you want to keep uh being a uh, guide runner is that something uh, you want few to do? More, <laughs> I definitely I, I got some stuff in, in store next year i will be running with someone else i'm pretty sure okay. and i'm super excited to you know about that uh-huh. um but i may go to paris oh, okay yeah i mean as long as i can keep running and and and, and you know, run till the wheels fall off and outrun the guys, then mm-hmm. I'm secure in what I'm doing. Now, if there's a time where the guys are starting to beat me, then, <laughs> then my career is over as a guide runner. Yeah, and, I mean, and that's what it's about. It's it's about making sure that these guys are ready to go and me not hindering them. Right, right. I'm sure you'll know when it's time, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else you want to add? That's all the questions I had for you. Yeah, I mean, no, I feel like you answered everything, and I and I truly appreciate you reaching out, you know, especially from, from the home. Oh, thank you, you know, so from much. From the valley, <laughs> for sure. 